Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Stretch Goose Podcast. My name is Manuel, and we are going to dive right in to a few of the news stories that are out there. Thank you all for jumping on. Like it, share it, subscribe to it. Five-star reviews are preferred. Um, We're going to talk about a couple of things. Uh, 30-ton shipment of explosives uh, are missing from a railroad car after heading uh, out west. And then we're going to talk about a motorcycle rally shootout. Uh, The richest man in Chicago is moving his business to Florida. And uh, Gavin Newsom's got a somehow wants to know or I don't understand how he has the right to know uh, whether or not uh, whether or not the textbooks in Florida or you know who's banning what and I don't understand that fucking moron uh, this is from USA Today a 30 ton shipment of chemicals that can be used as fertilizer or an explosive is missing from a California bound railroad car after rail officials confirmed it disappeared during a trip across the west last month the car was loaded with 60,000 pounds of ammonium nitrates, the same stuff that was in the Oklahoma City bombing with Timothy McVeigh. Uh, it left Cheyenne, uh, Wyoming on April 12th, a spokesperson for Union Pacific says. Uh, two weeks later, it was found empty at a rail stop in the California desert, Mojave Desert, according to a report filed with the Federal National Response Center on May 10th. Um, they said the material was transported in pellet form in a covered hopper car, similar to those used to ship coal, likely fell from the rail car on the way to the rail siding. A short track connecting to with the main track was 30 miles from Mojave in Kern County, just east of Bakersfield. Uh, quote saying here, the rail car was sealed when it left the Cheyenne facility and the uh, Seals were still intact when it arrived in Saltdale, a spokes, the spokesperson uh, said. Manufacturers said the, the, the spokesperson for the company that manufactures explosives told USA Today the rail car was also observed after departure in the railroad's Cheyenne yard with the seals intact and no sign of any leaking. Uh, the initial assessment is that a leak through the bottom of the gate on the rail car may have developed in transit, releasing pellets onto the tracks over the uh, course of the two-week trip. Um, they don't know where it is. They It's still intact. Seals are intact. All that stuff. I think somebody jacked it, and we're going to have a some sort of a bombing at some point. Or, or they forgot to load it altogether, which would be even funnier. But 60,000 pounds of explosives are floating around out there, guys, in the United States. Hopefully nothing happens. Hopefully there's no explosions or any anybody dying, things like that. But um, we'll see how it goes. Uh, three dead and five injured from ABC News in a biker gang shootout in Red River, New Mexico. Uh, three people were killed and five others were injured when a shootout erupted between two outlaw biker gangs at the annual Red River Memorial Day Rally in New Mexico. As tens of thousands of motorcycle enthusiasts converged on Taos County Resort uh, Town for the annual event and the live music festival, members of the Banditos and the Water Dog Gangs got into a fight in which multiple rounds of gunfire were traded between the two groups. The New Mexico State Police Chief Tim Johnson said, 
at a news conference on sun uh, Sunday morning. So this this just happened, guys. This is like breaking news, I guess you can say. Uh, he said that all eight people shot in the said all eight people shot in the episodes, including those killed, were members of both of both gangs. Uh, they apologize. Uh, uh, quote here: I I'll apologize initially to the law-abiding citizens that came to Red River to have a good Memorial weekend, not the gangbangers that are ruining it for all of them, but for everyone. There will be zero tolerance from this point forward, uh, Johnson then says, adding that even people caught jaywalking will be subject to arrest. This is not going to happen again this weekend because we're not going to allow it. As many as 28,000 bikers are expected to arrive at Red River this weekend for the 41st annual rally. Um, uh, it's it, This is just something that always seems to happen. Anytime these motorcycle gangs get together, they, they tend to not play nice. They always get upset at each other, and they end up fighting. There's always a stabbing, a shooting. There's always something, and I guarantee people will, will, will end up dead um, at the end of it. It's just uh, it's, it's a sad thing, um, and for some reason, these guys just... I don't get it. I, I don't get it personally, but, you know, maybe... Maybe somewhere, somewhere out, maybe someone out there in the comment section can explain the uh, motorcycle gang thing, like why these guys go to these rallies or these festivals or these events, and they know full well that the enemy, so quote unquote, the enemy is going to fucking be there. I don't understand why they just can't put their guns away for for a weekend. You know, it's got to be, it's got to be a it's got to be a, a fight, like, all the time. I just, I do not, I do not get it. Um, a little side note on that. Being it is Memorial Day weekend, uh, happy, happy uh, holidays to those that are out there having fun. Uh, just just know why you're, you're having fun. You're having fun because, as I've said before, the people that risk their lives in the battlefield so that you can sit there and eat that hot dog today or grill that hamburger on the on the on the propane grill just know that that there are people that laid laid it down for you so this country can grow into what it is today um so moving on to you know just just take just take note on that guys uh to the wealthy nickel this is an interesting story it's the richest man in in chicago now we all know Chicago's crime rates. We all know that they're shootings. We all know that they're they've trading one dumbass mayor for another. But uh, so much crime has happened that the richest man in in Chicago is moving his company to Florida. The richest resident in the Sunshine State. He is a hedge fund manager. His name is Ken Griffin. He's about twenty nine billion dollars in net worth. He's moved himself and his family to Florida, and recently he released a memo to employees that his company, Citadel Securities, is also moving to Florida. While the trend of companies moving from high-tax states like California, Illinois, and New York to lower-tax business-friendly lower business states like Texas and Florida is nothing new. One factor in the decision is potentially concerning for the future of the Chicago business climate. Uh, Citadel officials cited crime as one critical reason for the move, according to a report 
Over the last few years, there have been multiple incidents involving uh, employees at Citadel. He, the owner himself, experienced an, an attempted carjacking. Uh, a Citadel employee was also stabbed while walking to work, and there have been numerous reports of shootings, riots, and looting near some of the homes of the Citadel employees. Uh, Ken Griffin has been outspoken about how crime has affected the employees. In an interview, he has also said, if people aren't safe here, they're not going to live here. I've had multiple colleagues mugged at gunpoint. I've had a colleague stabbed. Countless burglaries. I mean, that's a really difficult backdrop with which to draw talent to your your company. Um, he is moving roughly 1,000 employees in and around the area of Chicago. Uh, the company has accounted for billions of tax dollars to the local and state economy. Griffin has personally given more than $600 million to Chicago-based political and charitable organizations. Uh, he is the announcement is another blow to uh, the state, which has recently lost three other corporations. Boeing is moving to Virginia, Caterpillar is moving to Texas, and now Citadel. Um the entire memo is posted here. I'm actually going to read all of it because this is very interesting. Because all the blue donkey city uh, states with all their liberal cities you know, all across the country keep talking about how awesome they are, how safe they are. Just keep talking about how their crime rates aren't, aren't that bad and blah, blah, blah. And, even in, and you just walk through these areas and you see shit on the floor. You see uh, buildings destroyed. You see... Uh, Empty buildings. You see, uh, you know, homeless. You see vagrancy. You see all these, all these really terrible fucking things going on. And you see riot. And then you go to YouTube and you see riots. You see uh, looting. You see burglaries. You see stabbings. You see all these things that, that uh, Ken Griffin mentions. So this is if the 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 fact that they are losing billions in revenue to their state in tax revenue and all these states continue to lose businesses, you would think a fucking light bulb would go on and be like, hey, maybe we should fix the crime. Maybe we should fix some of the shit that's going on. Instead, you got places like Florida, like Texas, that are just raking in the money at this point. So in his entire memo, he just says, I am excited to share with you that Citadel is moving its global headquarters to Miami. Miami is a vibrant, growing metropolis that embodies the American dream, embracing the possibilities of what can be achieved by a community working to build a future together. I am excited to have recently moved to Miami with my family and look forward to rapidly expanding Citadel in a city so rich in diversity and abounding with energy. He doesn't even go to a uh, conservative city. He goes to Miami. So it's not like this dude is 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 a, is a conservative, you know, he goes from one blue city to another, so whatever, right? <sighs> Chicago will continue to be important to the future of Citadel, as many of our colleagues have deep ties to Illinois over the past year. However, many of our Chicago teams have been asked to relocate to Miami, New York, and our other offices around the world. With our new office opening at 425 Park Avenue, our expansion to 350 Park Avenue, and our new headquarters opening on Brickell Bay, in the heart of Miami's booming financial district, we are in a strong position to support those transitions. We recognize that the choice of where to call home is personal and involves family, school, and other considerations, and we will provide comprehensive support to meet the needs of our team members. 
Chicago has been a remarkable home for the Citadel. I still remember that incredible civic pride and engagement when I arrived there 30 years ago and the outreach by business and political leaders who wanted us to succeed and be a part of the fabric of the Chicago community that ethos served us well in building our firm. And I am proud of all that we have contributed to Chicago over the past three decades. I hope we continue to make such a meaningful impact in all the cities around the world that we call home. So he he doesn't really cite the ultimate reason why. He just kind of like tells everybody we're leaving. But in the set in the separate uh, report here, that and he does in 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 separate reports and interviews, he does say why you know gun points, burglaries, stabs. You know, there's so much wrong there. So that's basically you know it's trend that's going to keep continuing. Uh, the you know these guys are are not going to wake up. They're not going to come to to terms with their their bullshit, and they're just going to continue to to do this shit the way they're doing it, and this stuff's going to continue to happen. Like I said, until they wake up, these states are going to just deteriorate as all the business, all the revenue, all that money just keeps leaving. So, in staying in the spirit of Florida, this is from the Business Insider, Gavin Newsom demands records from textbook companies to see which are caving to the Florida's extremist demands. Um... The Newsom is demanding that the publishers hand over records to show if any companies making reading material for the state had caved to the Florida's demands to remove some topics about race and other historical subjects. Uh, he he is Gavin Newsom is trying. I feel like he's prepping for the presidency. I don't know if he's going to declare. There's still time to do that, but he is he is really attacking every state that he can attack for um, whether it's abortion whether it's you know the book the Florida textbook issue the don't the quote unquote don't say gay bill etc cetera, etc cetera. he does all he is attacking any of these things whether you know from whatever state it might be and so and most of it's Florida but I don't I don't understand I don't understand this I mean the the state education, you know, department, they're allowed to, they're allowed to um, reject textbooks based on what's in them. So, uh, my Miami, I mean, Florida Department of Education rejected one third of social studies textbooks proposed to the department for the start of the school year, twenty three twenty four school year. Uh, publishers can still make an appeal if their book was added to the list. And the list is expected to shorten. According to the outlet, uh, officials from the Department of Education reached out to the publishers and told them ahead of time not to submit books that included topic topics that would be off limits, such as social emotional learning and critical race theory. Uh, Newsom sent a letter to book publishers on Saturday demanding to know if any of the textbook publishers making books for California schools had changed them to meet the Florida guidelines. Then here's uh, here's our favorite uh, here's our favorite governor. He's quoted as saying, California will not be complicit in Florida's attempt. You're, you're not. Florida is Florida. What does it matter? It's so... Here's the thing that's so dumb about about this. And it's like a contradiction within, you know... Like, I don't... I don't get... 
some of the... I'm probably not going to articulate this properly. I'm probably going to fucking crash and burn this. But I'm going to do I'm going to do my best here. I I don't understand how some of the states okay cuz cuz you have your federal, you know, rule book and then you got, you know, everything at the state level. And then each state is allowed to do what they want within their, you know, you know, state line, I guess. When it comes to education and certain things. Uh, so California is allowed to do the same thing. So California, if they want to teach a certain type of history, Florida wants to teach a certain type of history, there shouldn't be any kind of an argument here. But for some reason, it's always the Democrats or the blue the 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 blue city or state governors that try to put their nose essentially where it doesn't belong. He's got nothing to do with Florida. Ron DeSantis is is the one building that's that place into an empire so to speak and i don't understand why gavin newsom wants to keep attacking something he has zero control over it just doesn't make any sense like what is his move that's going to change things i mean he's like will not be complicit in florida's attempt to whitewash history through laws and backroom deals parents have a right to know what's happening in the dark and under in the dark to undermine our children's education. But yet, that line right there puzzles me because suddenly the parents matter to the, to the Democrats. Because before, when you talk about transgenderism, when you talk about critical race theory, when you talk about certain types of education, the, it's not the parents' business. The parents don't have a right. As that, as that one teacher in Florida that got caught playing that movie, she said, you know, parents lose their rights when the kids, you know, dropped off. They lose their right to do, to know what's happening or to dictate what's going on. And yet, this is happening in the state of Florida where they are getting rid of things that don't necessarily have to do with the curriculum, so to speak. And now all of a sudden, the parents have a right to know. So it's like, which is it? Like, what is, which one is it? That You know what I'm saying? I hope you guys understand what I'm trying to say here. That's one of my, that's one of my, my, my things in these podcasts, even with my brother. It's like, I know what I want to say. And I, so a lot of times I just can't land the plane. But this is another one where it's kind of like double standard, hypocrite, double, you know, both sides in your mouth type thing. You know? And then he says, California deserves to know whether any of these companies designed textbooks for our state's classrooms are the same ones kowtowing to Florida's agenda. So what if they are? You know, this is one thing, another thing. It's like, so what if they are? It's like, are they giving you what you want? Okay, shut the fuck up then. Who cares what they're giving Florida? Worry about what... One of Gavin Newsom's problems lately is he is not worrying about California. He's worrying about Florida. He's worrying about Alabama. He's worrying about... You know, Louisiana, he's worrying about, you know, what's going on in New York. It's like, worry about California. Worry about taking that $25 million deficit and making it into a surplus. Try to understand why 500,000 people have left California. Find out why multiple businesses have left California. Is it your tax rates? Is it your is it your stupid housing policies? Is it your bullshit um, business taxes and, and corporate taxes. 
try to understand why we we went from a $100 million surplus to a $25 million deficit. Try to figure out why. Work on your own shit. Try to find out why San Francisco has that many people in the town, homeless, drugged up, dragging their asses on the floor. Find out what's going on in your own fucking state. Don't worry about what's going on in Florida. Florida's not worried about what's going on in California. I can guarantee you that. So so this this is he just to me he's just trying to get noticed. He's trying to show that he cares. But it it's just falling flat. It's not going anywhere. I don't understand the point of this bullshit with him. Um and he he sent uh you know, it, it's they 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 sent a public records request to Florida and the Department of Education asking for all communication between Florida and the publishers to that show all the revisions and things like that. Um, it it doesn't make sense. It just doesn't. Um, and and it's like conservative, you know. He's, and then of course, I mean, it, it's. Like I say, it just doesn't make sense. Worry about your own shit. Like, literally worry about your own shit. Um, so it, it's, it, that's kind of, kind of the thing that, that, that I will never understand. It's one of those things that I just, I can't wrap my fucking head around. Um, but, I, I, I mean, I don't know. What, what, what are you going to do, right? That's all I could, that's all I can really say. Anyway, guys, that's the podcast. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for all the downloads, all the time you have taken on this podcast. Appreciate each and every one of you. Like it, share it, and subscribe to it. And we will see you on the next one. Later. Later.